ladies, it is 2020 and I am so excited that you've chosen to tune into the Whole Black Woman podcast today on episode two. For today's episode, I am interviewing the wonderful, the dynamic Lashere Spencer, who is a life coach outside of Virginia. She is also a part of my Gramlin State University family. I am so excited because she provides some great insight of how insecurities have played a role not only in her life, but her client's life and how she goes about um, not only coaching her clients, on how to overcome their insecurities, but she also tells us about ways that she has dealt with the insecurities herself to get to her own personal goals. And so just sit back, relax, and tune in to episode two. I am so excited for today's guest. Um, this is Lasha Ray. Lasha Ray and I are both proud products of Gramlin State University. Um, and I have seen the transition that Lasha Ray has made from the time um, during our freshman year to now a mother of two and wife. Um, so I just wanted to first welcome Lasha Ray to our guest chair. Um, Lasha Ray, do you mind giving us a little bit about yourself? My name is Lasha Ray Spencer. I do have two, one for children, and I've been married for six years, yay. Um, I first became a life coach about three years ago when I decided to get my master's in psychology. So my whole overall purpose was to help people. That's awesome. Now, when you said that it was to help people, what were some of the triggers that you were personally experiencing that made you want to actually help people? And in what way, in what shape or form? Well, I'm originally from Compton, California, by way of Linwood, and I just felt like the people in which I'm from really didn't open up their mind to see the possibilities in which their lives can go. So by becoming a life coach, I feel like I can help people experience or discover their true purpose in life and that they can go as far as they want in life. And that is so, so true. And one thing that um, I want to mention is that I don't think we really pay attention to how much insecurities actually play a role into that. What do you think were, what are you, what would you just say would be some of the insecurities that you were personally dealing with on your way to becoming a life coach? You know what, one of the insecurities that I really feel like I struggle with, um, even to this day is feeling like I'm enough because I feel like I try to put my all into everything that I do, Mm -hmm. but worrying about people, you know, think I'm enough. Are they judging me? Do they think I'm just, you know, looking crazy? Mm -hmm. It's really just letting myself be free without thinking about everything that everybody may judge me on, whether good or bad. So that's an insecurity that, you know, I know that most people battle with just letting be free be yourself and, and enjoy life like but we we just get consumed with every what everybody has to say about us so it's really hard it's hard to be free and just do things on your own to you know dance to the beat of your own drum initially Yes. And I feel like that is one thing that I personally have dealt with is as far as is caring about what people say so much. Um, what do you think is one way or let me say this, what do you um, believe that actually having that mindset, how has that hindered you from basically accomplishing any of your goals in the past? I kind of just stopped myself. I'm like, okay, nobody cares about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I just don't, I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Because then I'd be afraid, like if I do put myself out 
out there, then they may judge me and I don't want to be judged. So I will stop myself from reaching, you know, achieving my goals essentially because I'm worried about everything that everybody's saying will will say well they haven't even said anything it's right. all in my mind <laughs> <laughs> so it's stuff that I make up I'm like well they're gonna think this is you know this is gonna be stupid they're gonna think you know they're not gonna think that I'm enough they're gonna be like why well, should keep you know doing because I like to post um, videos to inspire people. Like, why does she keep coming on the internet and trying to inspire us like we don't care? And that's what I have to get over. And that's actually one of the things I'm working on in 2020. And that's awesome. So was it, what did you tell yourself? How did you pump yourself up when you were like having to post that first YouTube video, that first post, making it official that you were now a licensed life coach? What, what was the self-talk? What was going on in your head? honestly I was just like I'm just gonna do it uh-huh. I I didn't I, I didn't have to pump myself up too much because I you know I've been life coaching for a little bit mm-hmm. but I knew I know what I need to do I know that I don't need to care but I had to just be free and say you know what you're 2020 I have to take control so I guess I had to pep talk myself like girl you got it you could do it right. because I noticed that if you're consistent, although people may not believe when you first do it, if you're consistent, then they'll start to believe. So I just mm. have to pump myself up to say, okay, just do it. Don't worry about what nobody's going to say. Just do it. Like, jump into it. Because that's what I tell my clients. To tell my clients, just do it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about nothing. But I have to tell myself the same thing. Like, don't worry about it. You got it. Just do it. Wow. And I think that that is so key that even though people may not believe it at first, but as long as you're consistent, that people will start to be like, oh, my gosh, you know, he or she is serious about this. And so Mm -hmm. they start to actually believe in you just as much as you're believing in yourself. Now, do you think that um, basically and I don't know how you feel personally, but do you believe that there's a popularity around the phrase or the term of being a straw black woman? that has either helped or hurt women as far as dealing with their insecurities? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I really think there is. I really think that it kind of hinders us because then we become afraid to Mm -hmm. say, to admit that we do have insecurities that we're not perfect. And then we think about, you know, negative things about ourselves. So then we have to pretend like, Oh, I'm Miss Independent. I got it going on, but then you're really hurting inside. Mm-hmm. So it hinders us because we don't be able to be free to mm-hmm. say I'm not a perfect person. And I feel like I deal with that because as a life coach, I'm not perfect. But mm-hmm. recently I had I was going through some things because I live in Virginia and my whole family's in California. Mm-hmm. So recently I was like going through something and I put it on Facebook because that's the way I felt like letting it out. And mom was like, you're a life coach. You're not supposed to put things on the internet because they're going to think like, oh, how are you a life coach but you go through things? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, the best thing I can be for my clients and as a black woman is to be my authentic self. So we're all going to go through things in life. So if I'm not authentic and telling people, yes, I go through things, but this is the way that I'm going to handle it. And mm-hmm. I feel like when we we say that, um, you know, you have to be this bad chick, we don't we don't give room for error, and we right. have to. So 
that's how I feel about that. I think that's a wonderful answer. Um, I do agree, definitely. Um, I think that sometimes it can, you know, keep us in this. We have to be stronger than everybody else without really allowing ourselves the mental space to, you know, be, like you said, our authentic selves. And so as you mentioned, you know, being transparent, you know, and posting that on Facebook is definitely one way that, you know, we can show others that, hey, you know, even though I am a life coach, I do go through it too. Now, has your spiritual journey or a spiritual journey helped you through this process at all? Yes. Well, I'm a Christian, Mm -hmm. but I think that I actually had to sit down with myself and and decide who I was. Mm-hmm. So who do you want to be? Not based off society and what that looks like for me. It's really sitting down to say, La Sheree, who do you want to be? And what message do you want to give to the world? Mm-hmm. So that's the journey that I went on. This last year, I was taking the time to figure out, okay, I have all these goals, but what message do you want to give to the world? Mm-hmm. And that was my spiritual journey and figuring out what exactly that message was. And I figured out is um, I want people, it's the process that I want to be a part of. So Mm -hmm. that's the journey that I experienced. So all last year I was trying to figure out, okay, so I'm helping people, but what is, you know, that goal? And then I realized that my goal was to help people in the process. So not people who's already successful, not people who are not ready to, you know, reach that highest destination, but those people that's going to experience those obstacles along the way. So I call it the becoming stage. So you're not really where you want to be, but you're, you're on the path to be there. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And I believe um, that nothing is by chance. I definitely believe that this is divine appointment because that is the same for myself. I always say I'm never, I'm the, I'm, the person who is rooting for the underdog to an extent, the one that they're hustling and doing whatever mm-hmm. they can to obtain their goal. But, you know, as as all of us, we go through some things and, you know, when those insecurities and that negative self-talk starts to happen, it can, you know, hold us back. But no, I believe that the process is so, so important. So during the process, though, what do you find for your clients is the hardest thing for them to deal with? To get to their goals. So from the point of, I said, I want to do this now. I'm not where I'm at. I'm going through the process. What do you find that you notice that needs to happen in order for each one of them to be successful, even though the situation may be different? It's really consistency in believing in yourself. Okay. Because a lot of people, when things get hard, they're done. Mm-hmm. It's a done deal. Soon as it, As soon as they feel like they have that rejection, comes their way mm-hmm. it's like okay i tried i didn't you know it didn't work out i'm done mm-hmm. instead of you know deciding like okay it didn't work out so i need to do it different or i just need to try again mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. immediately quit they're like i'm done and i'm like you cannot do that you have to keep pushing if you want something bad enough you have to go through the phases of failing and getting back up and doing it again Definitely, definitely. Now, as we talk about your clients, but we also transition to you, what are your common practices that you do to keep yourself away from the the negative self-feeding behavior as far as, you know, the thoughts that will hold you down? Do you do, um, you know, daily affirmations, reading, what? Um, I actually listen 
because I'm extra busy. So what I do is I listen to self self help books. Okay. Or I listen to I listen to Oprah. Um, I also go and even Charlemagne the God, which is like a lot of people are not really into him, but that's one of the people that inspired me when it comes to the books and how people's story stories help me keep going. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I just every self help book that I feel like the person inspires me, I usually buy it if I'm want to learn about um finances i'll get a audible finance i'm i listen to the books every time i go to work and when i come back or if i'm on my lunch break and the book is very interesting i'll just go ahead and listen to it and all those affirmations just in that over and over and over again and in the books telling you you can do it and giving you ways to do it only leads to positive stuff and sometimes you have to learn i have learned that when you think a negative thought, you tell yourself you're thinking a negative thought. Don't do that. And then you think a positive. You know what? That was just a negative thought. And leaving it right where it is. So that's kind of what I do. And sometimes you got to refresh it because it gets hard when everything is going wrong. Right. Going wrong. You have to refresh those tools that you have in your mind. Okay. Okay. Now it's getting a little crazy. Stay focused. Stay driven. I always have to remind myself. That's a daily process. Is stay focused. Look at the bigger picture. Stay focused. Look at the bigger picture. So basically what I tell myself, I know that um, God leads my path and nothing happens by mistake. So if nothing happens by mistake, whether good or bad, then I can't go anywhere but up. Right. And that's so, so true. And I, you know, I want to ask you this. One thing for myself that I know it took some time for me to realize is because I was so, I was in this mindset for so long about, you know, having these negative thoughts, right? That I couldn't even really identify. I didn't even know that they were negative because it was what I had fed myself for so long. So for the person who may be, you know, so used to beating, um, beating themselves up and just negative thinking, what would be some of the steps that they can take to start to identify those negative thoughts to kind of start to build their self-esteem up? The steps they can do to identify it is when they start telling themselves negative thoughts. So we will we in your we think neg- more negative than we think positive. Mm-hmm. So they have to make sure that they're listening to themselves mm-hmm. and make sure they know what it is they're telling themselves. And for those people who are feeding yourself negative thoughts, write it down, put mm-hmm. it on the mirror, put it in your bedroom, look at it because visual will, will help and you have to keep feeding yourself because if you're giving yourself negative thoughts, it's a habit. So you automatically, you wake up and you think, you start thinking of negative thoughts, I can't do it. And it's really, really hard because... Mm-hmm. My husband actually experienced that, like, when we first got together, he would say, he will always think the worst of the worst. And I laugh now because he's he's gotten a lot better. And I was (laughs) like, why did you come up with the worst worst outcome of this situation? Right. And then he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you just, you took the whole situation and went far left with it, like, now you ain't got no job. You living at your mama house. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, like this little small thing made you think about all those things. So when we do those things, 
we have to still correct ourselves and say, no, wait a minute. Like, this could be, like, negative stuff can actually be good. So you don't really know the outcome of it. So if you don't know the outcome of it, all you can do is change it, make a better decision next time, and move forward. And But and stop feeding yourself, like, all of these negative thoughts. I'm not good enough. This is going to happen. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm always not going to have any money because if you say those things, you believe them, and you are what you believe. So that's you have to change it. Like put it, they have to put it on the mirror. They gotta put it in their room. Put it in their head. Self affirmation. Look on YouTube. Find some videos. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, um, because of what you mentioned about your husband, um, what do you believe is the power of having people who, even though you yourself may be a positive person? having people who are negative around you with those that, you know, feed themselves those negative thoughts and insecurities, how does that impact a person on this journey? It's, it's crazy because you start thinking those negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter how positive you are. You, you can go down that hole too, because the people around you, it's always important to keep your circle a positive circle people who see see worth in you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because people who only say negative things and put down your dreams and stuff will hinder you and you'll start to take on those negative thoughts whether you're a positive person or not because it is hard to stay positive and believe in yourself mm -hmm. so just imagine if it's hard for you to do it by yourself to believe in yourself just imagine you have somebody telling you you're not good enough and you're not going to do it. I don't know why you're trying. So just imagining that. It's, it's hard. We got to, that's why it's really important to make sure you're around people with positive thoughts. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that is something that is very, very important. Um, now, when you think about basically your thoughts, would you say that a certain thought that you may have been back with, like, okay, I'm not a good enough life coach, for example, um, would you say that those thoughts stop or do they keep going? You've just learned how to better them and fight them, as you mentioned. Um, I think I just fight them. I don't know if they go away because I think we always self-evaluate ourselves often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we always stop and think like even as a life coach I stop and think okay am I helping this person am I being too harsh because I'm pretty straightforward um do they see where I'm trying to tell them so I pretty much ask myself constantly am I good enough but I know that I am so I have to tell myself so I'd be like yeah you're good enough you know they understand they got it so I have to remind myself constantly, these thoughts don't ever go away. That's what I believe. I'm and I definitely agree. I thought that they were, I was, let me say, I didn't even think. I really hoped that they went away, but they don't go away. You just really learn how to better manage them. Mm -hmm. um, and so what would you say right now to a woman who is just down and out? She's battling her insecurities, feeling like she can't do whatever it is that she wants to do. What would be one to two pieces of advice that you would tell her? I would tell her to be your authentic self. And another thing I would tell her is nobody cares. 
And that <laughs> the reason I say nobody cares is because we get so consumed on what everybody is thinking. In reality, nobody cares. Nobody's worried about what the next person doing if it does not affect them. Mm. So the best advice I can give to a woman is to be yourself and live for you. Live out loud. Do whatever makes you happy and don't worry about anybody else. Because when you start experiencing that kind of freedom that the world doesn't have a hold on you, you start opening up doors that you feel like you couldn't open because you don't feel confined about, okay, they gonna say I'm not good enough. Okay. And I always tell my cheerleaders too, I say, they gonna talk about you if you was good. They gonna talk about you if you was bad. So if they're talking about you, you better be good. <laughs> so that's why I feel like people are gonna talk no matter what. And half of the people, they don't really, they don't talk about you for five minutes and then they're not gonna even care. So it's better to be free open and love yourself have to love yourself and just just do your thing because i promise you if you're doing the right thing and you live it in your authentic self that nobody can tell you anything different when you believe in yourself that's so so powerful and um just to um, piggyback, and I, you know, want you to uh, give us a little bit more on that. Um, being authentic is a lot, or the bit one of the biggest parts that play into tapping into your power. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I think is so important is learning to be okay, even in those insecurities. Um, is that something that you would agree with? Yes, um, it gives you power. It- it does control those institute insecurities because you don't care anymore. So once you don't care, some of those insecurities go away. Not all of them, but those insecurities go away because you start to live freely without without worry. That's so it awesome. gives you a sense of power. That is so awesome. Now, Lasheray, is there any Audible that you are currently listening to for our listeners that they can maybe hone into or one that you just suggest that everybody should be listening to or at least read? Ooh. It's Iyala Vinzant books. All of them are really good. I forgot. What's the first one? I read so many. I forgot which one. Any and everyone is good. And and no worries, I can we can get that name and then I can add that into the show notes um, afterwards so we can have okay. that um, for our listeners. So that works out perfectly. Um, now, before we end our time, because I feel like we've had some great, great information on ways that we can, number one, work through our insecurities and basically what, you know, what things we need to do in order to um, overcome those things but we want to of course know where to find you um, so could you provide our listeners with your information your website your uh, Facebook Instagram whatever it is that you have you can find me at on my website at Life Coach Sheree that's Life Coach S-H-A-R-A-E dot com and then my Instagram is your Life Coach Ray. And then Ray is spelled R-A-E. And yeah, that's about it. Oh, I also got a YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel is called Life Coach Ray. 
Awesome. And that information, um, everybody will also be in the show notes. Um, so Lashere, I just wanted to thank you so much for taking your time on such short notice as well um, to join us today in the guest seat. Um, you have been wonderful. And I, if you guys have any questions um, for Lashere, her information will be down in the show notes. Thank you for everyone for joining us today. Again, I just want to thank everybody for joining us on today's episode. Thank you, LaSheree, again for coming on the show, being in our guest chair, and imparting such great wisdom into us. If you have not already, I ask you to go ahead and subscribe, listeners, um, to the Whole Black Woman podcast so you can be made aware in the future of future episodes um, just like today's, as well as follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at the Whole Black Woman podcast. And lastly, if you have not, um, we do have the whole black woman social group on Facebook um, that you can go ahead and find through the search. I have also posted the link below in the show notes. So ladies, again, I just want to thank you for tuning in today's episode. Know that this is 2020. It is a new year. While many people say it's new year, new me, I just believe that this is just another opportunity as each and every day is for you to set out to accomplish your goals. See you next time on the the whole black woman podcast.